All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. And welcome once again to Invest Wisely. Walt Sukira is our expert. Mr. Sukira is the managing partner of the AKW Group here in Akron and also in Washington, Pennsylvania. They are private wealth management group that takes their clients' money, invests them, and and individually owned stocks and portfolios custom designed for every single client. So it works the market every day, has for more than 30 years. Any questions about the stock market, individual stocks, or you should be as an investor, give us a call this half hour, 330-673-1234. And if you're on WNR.com, you have a toll-free number you can use if you need it, 800-6694. 100. Walt, got two weeks left of uh, 2021 for the market. As for the most part, it's been a pretty good year, but uh, the last three weeks or so haven't been uh, haven't been quite as good as the uh, first part of the year. Yeah, Bob, yeah, definitely. The market struggled last week, um, as sometimes it does, you know, and, and I think there's a lot of headwinds and uh, issues that uh, could come up that could create a little bit more volatility and when you when you have really good markets, uh, you know, and you get to these prices that like we've been talking all year, you know, we're we're fairly extended. We we know we have some pretty high valuations. We know there was a lot of speculation that was going on through all of 2020. Uh, so you're going to get volatility, and and you have to be able to sort that out. Um, again, going back to those principles of knowing what you own and why you own it you know, having realistic expectations, using some common sense, and making sure you're staying within your financial discipline and process is really the key. So last week, we did see the market sell off. As we said, it struggled. Uh, The Dow Jones Industrial Average was off 605 points for the week. It lost 1.7%. Year-to-date, that Dow Jones Industrial Average sits at 15.5%. As you said, Bob, that's a pretty good return on any year. I mean, we don't we don't really see those kinds of returns historically. I mean, it's a really good year in the market. The S&P 500 index was off 1.9% for the week, lost about 91 points, sits at the year at 23% year-to-date return. So again, a really strong S&P 500 index number. The NASDAQ was off 2.9%, a little bit more volatility there, off 460 points. Again, a lot of those big tech stocks are, you know, really influenced that NASDAQ, and we sit here at 17.7%. And the Russell 2000, those small mid-cap stocks, which, Bob, are a lot more sensitive to economic uh, changes, uh, policy, you know, monetary policy changes are going to affect these smaller mid-cap companies. Uh, down 1.7% for the week and sits here to date at 10.1%. So uh, not performing as well as the large caps, but again, we see a lot of potential uh, in that small mid-cap index as we look forward. 
Now, of course, the big deal about inflation is that it's not going away. The producer price index shows it was up in November, 9.6% uh, for the rate that would be for the year. And uh, there's no sign the inflation pressures are going to to back off at all. We've talked a lot about inflation this year, but what about 2022? Is it going to get any better, or do you think they're buckling down for another uh, 70s-style uh, uh, you know, run-up? Well, inflation, Bob, you know, again, when you go back and look at the 70s, and as you mentioned them, and, you know, I've studied them. I wasn't investing at that time, but obviously I spent a lot of time in my, you know, master's work and, and when I was in grad school looking at the 1970s and studying and the policy decisions made by Paul Volcker at that time. But, you know, really, it's it's hard to understand how people live through that because after eight months of talking about inflation, it seems like a lot. So, when you think of that long period of the 70s where inflation was such a big issue. But uh, we see it. And, and, the, and the producer price index number, Bob, which, again, looks at more how you know, suppliers of, of products are being affected, we see a really big number, you know, 9.6%. Uh, that's you got to go back 40 years to find those kinds of numbers. Uh, again, shortages in semiconductors, difficulty for a lot of employees out there finding labor, uh, the supply chain issues, which we've been talking about all years, you know, the congestion at the at the ports, the distribution issues with truckers, you know, this has all been well documented in the news. And now, you know, issues at the warehouses and, and getting things unloaded and, and transferred out. So all these issues seem like, you know, they'll, they'll work through those in 2022. But you know, that you're not going to get away with the 39% increase of the money supply. If you look at M2, you know, the amount of money that we put into the system because of stimulus and, uh, you know, we, we needed to help people through the pandemic, but we created a lot of money supply out there and that's going to be inflationary. So a lot of issues, and I'm sure we're, we're not probably going to stop talking about it in 2022. We just got to make sure that, you know, it, it gets under control and, any investment that we're looking at can deal with these inflationary pressures so that uh, we can we can be in a good place when we get to the end of 2022. Hey, fears about inflation, of course, were pretty much uh, underscored when Jerome Powell and the Fed last week said they were going to probably be raising interest rates uh, maybe four times in 2022 to put a, a halt to the rolling economy and uh, give a little bit of a break to inflation. So what does that mean, too, for investors to consider? Yeah, and I think you have to keep in mind, you know, uh, monetary policy is a shifting, changing, uh, you know, something that happens uh, monthly, and there's a lot of changes. Again, they were, the Fed was really talking about inflation being transitory, about really not feeling the pressure to raise rates, and continuing the, you know, the bond uh, support program, the buyback program that it had been doing, and now. They're speeding up the ending of that program with the bonds in March, and as you talked about, Bob, they've they've signaled the number of rate increase expectations in 2022. So, I, I think what really came out of this is that you know the Fed is a little bit behind the curve. I think they realize that uh, you know that that transitory word that they kept using during the year has now been retired and probably buried, and wish it was never said, but. Uh, you know, at the time, the market kind of bought into it, and, and, and it kind of helped support, I think, the market as we were moving through a very difficult time. Again, we did unprecedented things, Bob, so it's hard. You know, I, you hate to be too critical uh, policy leaders here. You know, the Fed never, there was no Federal Reserve that ever dealt 
with what this Federal Reserve dealt with. And uh, they did a pretty good job, and now they're a little bit behind the curve, and they're going to have to uh, battle inflation as we go into 2022. So when you look at the investors' outlook for the year again, you, know, you often talk about being realistic and having realistic expectations about the market as being a pillar for investment success. So what are the realistic expectations for 2022? Well, I think a lot less. I, I think, you know, the, the return expectations that people have, you know, got really inflated. I think the speculative nature of, in, of the investing world got a little crazy out there this year. Uh, you don't enter investments expecting, you know, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50% type of returns. I mean, it, it, that just doesn't happen, Bob, very often. And, you know, we had a very speculative time where people made big money, uh, you know, through speculation. But we get back to investment principles. We we go back to, I think, looking at numbers that are, that are more reasonable. We're seeing a lot of experts out there. There was a Barron's article and uh, this week that, you know, talked to some of the big, you know, leaders out there, Goldman and J.P. Morgan and Bank of America and Nuveen and all the experts. And a lot of them don't see a lot of growth in the S&P 500 in, in the market next year, you know, maybe flat, maybe even down a little bit. Um, but there's still ways to make money. You know, I think that, again, we, we don't invest in the stock market in our group. We invest in companies. And we go back to the principles of finding good companies that have strong revenue, strong profits, uh, reasonable debt levels, uh, value propositions that can continue to drive the companies forward. And uh, if you find those, you always have a chance of, of, you know, maybe beating the market and doing a little bit better. And that's what we'll continue to strive to do. So we're really looking at a market that's going to be more, in quotes, normal than it has been in the last year or so. (laughs) Absolutely. Whatever normal is, Bob, <laughs> we're definitely going back, I think, to some lower uh, some lower returns and some more, uh, you know, common sense has to enter the equation. Investments are for the long term. Uh, sometimes th- things get a little ahead of themselves, and you just have to take a deep breath and remember that as an investor, you got to have that three, five, seven-year outlook and, you know, continue to invest for those longer time frames. We're talking to Walt Secura, who is the managing partner of the AKW Group here in Akron. If you have any questions about, about the stocks and, and the market, and I'm sure you do, 330-673-1234. You can give us a call right now. We'll put you on the air with Walt. You can talk with an expert about the market and what's going on. 330-673-1234. Let's look at the Trends and Insights section of the show for the week. Walt does a lot of research during the week on all kinds of topics and can apply many of these to his investment strategies. And so this week, we're going to talk about, the, is that a study from the Royal Veterinarian Clinic in England? It says that the popular flat-nosed bulldog, the French bulldog, has a higher chance for health and disease issues. Why, why, why should we care <laughs> unless you have a bulldog? <laughs> well, Bob, when we look at the trends of, you know, what people are doing with uh, with uh, animals out there, and I got one barking in the background right now. Um, you know, I think uh, the bulldog is a very popular, uh, the French bulldog is a very popular animal. And uh, when you look at the amount of uh, diseases, uh, they they're... 20 different disorders they found, that, uh, including breathing difficulties, ear discharges, a lot of different issues. Um, you know, again, we look at the trends in veterinarian. Um, you know, a lot of these, uh, you look at Petco, for instance, and uh, PetSmart, which have done a really good job attaching, uh, you know, their, their veterinarian services onto the, uh, onto the uh, offerings that they have. 
uh, you know, these these services are definitely there, and the popularity and some of the trends and the designer dogs that are out there is going to lead to more expenditures in those areas. So, again, we continue to look at some of those investments uh, and think about the, the potential. Also, looking at the uh, weather, of course, horrific tornadoes ravaged the Midwest last week. And researchers are saying now there's mounting evidence that the tornado alley, which uh, used to be associated with the Great Plains, is now kind of moving, putting Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, and Arkansas in the uh, center of the bullseye. It, it is, Bob. You know, it's really fascinating, these trends and, and weather changes and, and what they mean. Um, you know, again, we think about the impacts, uh, you know, those tornadoes and how they infect in our lives. But industries, insurance coverage, things of that nature, the rebuild we talked about with the, you know, the building materials and so forth. So it's interesting to see how these uh, trends change and how that might impact uh, certain areas of the country. And uh, finally, researchers right here at the Cleveland Clinic analyzed a database of some 7 million patients who take uh, Viagra or the generic version of Viagra, and they show that of those uh, 7 million, 69% were less likely to develop dementia. Hmm, that's kind of interesting. It, it is, Bob. Um, you know, again, a lot of data being collected out there. Uh, Dr. Chang, who put this uh, findings together in, in the journal uh, Nature, A- Nature Aging, uh, it's a very interesting study. So, again, we look at a lot of these medications that are out there and, you know, future uses that can be found, you know, maybe to treat other diseases. So, again, important trends to kind of pay attention to. Let's talk about stocks now in our Stock Talk segment with Walt Sakara, the AKW Group here in Akron. We talk about stocks every Sunday at this time. So if you have a particular stock that you're interested in, Walt can give you an analysis of that really on the spot. Once again, number to call 330-673-1234. If you're on listening on WNR.com and you'd like a toll-free number to call, we got one of those too, 800-669-4100. So let's talk about those stocks. Adobe, that's a holding in your core equity portfolio. They reported uh, mixed fourth quarter results and uh, like, and so stock fell about $97 down to $556, a 15% sell-off in the light of those reports. Now, if you have investments in Adobe, should we be worried at this time? But we're not worried. Um, you know, we look at the, the numbers. The revenues were up 20% for the quarter, $4.1 billion over $3.4 billion. The earnings were up 14%. Um, You know, the stock did sell off based on expectations and the company kind of making some, you know, some some announcements of future expectations. A lot of companies don't even do this. Um, There was also a shorter quarter for them, Um, you know, the quarter ending. uh, They had a week that wasn't in there, which can make a big difference for some of these companies. But when we look at Adobe, again, we talk about, you know, the, the power of the digital media experience, the the creative cloud segment. We talk about all these uh, great software platforms, you know, Photoshop, Premiere, Illustrator, InDesign, Fireworks, XD, Dreamweaver, using a lot of creative. And they also have the analytics and commerce division now. Uh, They're advertising clouds, analytics cloud, marketing cloud, um, and commerce cloud out there, you know, uh, very poised for for long-term growth. Uh, They have $1.6 billion of cash on the balance sheet. So, again, they can buy back a lot of stock, which they've done. They've bought back almost $4 billion of stock in the last 12 months, and they'll continue to do that with the stocks probably dropping to lower prices here. So, again, overall, we we think it's probably a buying opportunity if you're a long-term investor in Adobe. Now, another stock that reported last week is your Empowering Women, a women's leadership portfolio member called Accenture. They reported very strong results. For the uh, for the quarter, are you still bullish on Accenture? 
We are, Bob. Accenture is an interesting company. Uh, again, it's one of the largest IT services companies in the world. They provide both consulting and outsourcing capabilities. Uh, when you think of the consulting, you know they do, they really help companies integrate things that are so central to their business. Uh, you're talking like programs like SAP, um, Oracle, Microsoft, Salesforce, Workday. You know companies working at a very high level with with other companies out there. Um, Accenture employs over half a million people through 200 cities and 51 countries. Uh, and again, a very powerful uh, company. And they also uh, have a really strong division with their digital marketing business. Um, you know, when you look at digital marketing and, and the, the movement, uh, you know, there, uh, the comp- some of the company's uh, clients are Google, Yum Brands, Tencent, Heineken. You know, really powerful companies that uh, this company works for. So. Again, the numbers were strong, uh, 27% revenue growth, $15 billion over $11.8 billion. Uh, earnings growth uh, up over 20% at 278 a share versus 232 a share. So Accenture we like. Uh, again, it's in the in our leadership, women's leadership or diversity portfolio. Um, 50% of the, of the uh, board of directors are women. 49% of the new hires are women. Uh, they they uh, do a really good job putting women in senior roles and, and managing director roles. And, again, uh, a lot of positives going on at Accenture. Let's take another call now for Walt Secure at 330-673-1234. You're on WNIR. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Walt. How about the Mondelez, Procter & Gamble, Hershey, and Smuckers? I knew my boys wouldn't let me down last week. <laughs> Well, Ken, as we talked about that flight to safety and those those high quality companies, when when people get scared and they start moving money around, you're right. Those are those are the kind of companies a lot of people flee to, and uh, as well as professional investors, you know, try to firm up their portfolio with a little bit of higher quality. The uh, we had a litter of ten uh, English bulldogs in 1969, so that was quite an experience as a young guy. Trying to take care of uh, 10 uh, puppies. We got some pictures. But anyway, I heard your comment on the French Bulldog. I was thinking about these. uh, You mentioned Abbey, and that was, I think I got that as a spinoff of Abbott Labs. I'm not sure, but you like that real well, you said a few months ago. Yeah, Abbey's in our core equity portfolio, Ken. Yeah, good, good company. Any other drug stocks that you. Like I've been looking at this, I might ask you before, uh, Merck spun off uh, Organon, uh, symbol OGN, and uh, paced 3.7, 5 PE, and it's the low end of its range, uh, 3 down and 9 up. So it looks, I don't know what uh, what kind of products for women they have, but it uh, is that one you've ever uh, done any uh, studies on in your model? It is. OGN. We actually own that in that Empowering Women portfolio, uh, so we do own that one. Um, trades at a really reasonable valuation. At least it can has a pretty good uh, dividend yield there. Uh, we also like Bristol Myers, uh, Squibb, BMY. Uh, we think that one is uh, you know pretty strong. Looking forward, they uh, did the acquisition of Celgene, um, but again, you know, oncology, uh, immunoscience, cardiovascular, fibro, fibrotic diseases. I mean, they do a lot of really interesting things as well. Uh, I think they uh, dividend there is pretty strong too. Uh, what are we paying about three and a half percent on Bristol Myers? And I've uh, I got a still have a pretty decent memory, so I don't need to take that product you mentioned 
on that study in Cleveland. So <laughs> oh, that's have good. a good holiday, and thanks for a good year of, of uh, listening here. Thank you. Appreciate it, Ken. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, you Bye-bye. too, Ken. Thank you for calling. 330-673-1234 to talk to Walt Secura of the AKW Group here in Akron. We're looking at some of the specific stock issues that uh, came out last week. Uh, FedEx showed good results last week, as many have predicted, with earnings uh, and uh, strong demand actually getting ahead of what the forecast was for. Yeah, absolutely. FedEx uh, came in with uh, really strong earnings. Uh, revenue rose about 14%. So, Again, when you look at these kinds of companies, which you know are central to this uh, this economy right now, you know, still a lot of people, uh, you know, not out in the world and, and still using delivery services, uh, you know, FedEx is uh, definitely poised for some continued growth. Take another call now on WNIR. Go ahead. You're on the air. Yes, I see the stock. So it has made, made a 52-week high. So I, I speaking of the animal health, I thought that that was uh, – a good one to say that you that you were in, so um, it's making progress. But I would like to know about AGNC, if what he feels about AGNC. Uh, I'll get off the phone and I'll listen. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, appreciate the call. Yeah, Zoetis, uh, again, has been a good holding for us in the core equity portfolio when we continue to hold. And AGNC, uh, we, we don't own this one. Um, a real estate investment trust. They look at residential mortgages. Uh, so again, when I look at the last couple quarters, uh, the last quarter showed a lot of weakness in revenue and earnings. Uh, the quarter before was a, also a negative as far as uh, sales growth. So uh, struggling a little bit financially. Uh, expectations look like you know this year should improve a little bit. Uh, just looking at the analyst estimates out there, but. Uh, I'd have to take a deeper dive here. We we don't do a whole lot with the real estate investment trust, but uh, one one that might have some potential. I could probably come back and make a few comments next week. Now another company, Darden, the parent company of the Olive Garden restaurants, also reported revenues and earnings above Wall Street estimates, which uh, again, considering the pandemic, is pretty good. It, it really is, Bob. You know, and, and again, those are good signs to see. It shows us that uh, people are getting out and. You know, rejoining the world, which I think if you get to some restaurants, you see people out a little bit more. So even with this uh, omnivariant out there, that you know what's going on, I think uh, people are still getting out of the house and uh, good trends at Darden. Of course, you know the owners of uh, of the Olive Garden, um, Longhorn Steakhouse, uh, Cheddar Scratch Kitchen, Yard House, Capital Grill, uh, Bahama Breeze, or some of their uh, uh, restaurants underneath that Darden brand. And uh, Toyota finally got on the board here. They're following the electric vehicle charge, announcing a very large investment in electric vehicle production uh, for those kinds of automobiles. So they're kind of late to the party, but uh, I would assume that pretty much makes it universal that uh, electric cars are going to be part of our future. They are, Bob. $35 billion in in battery-powered electric vehicles. Uh, We're going to roll out 30 models by 2030. so, yeah, it seems like every company this year has pretty much made the electric vehicle jump and the investment and the commitment. And I think we're, again, we're far away from, you know, everything being electric. But uh, 2030, it'll be interesting to see what the roads look like.
I'm still waiting for the company to come out with an electric car that runs on 5,000 Penlight batteries. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> a lot easier to replace them, right? Just, hey, there, just get them. But uh, who knows what will happen with that. But, yes, that is obviously another trend that, that is coming. Although, in the main, though, you're not invested in any automobile production companies except for Tesla right now. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct, yeah. Tesla, we, we have GM in our um, Empowering Women portfolio with Mary Barra at the uh, head of the company there. But, yeah, Tesla and GM are the two that we own, Bob. And again, we'll be watching those in 2022 to see how, how this continuing electric car trend will, will impact on them. And also looking at some of the of the government ideas, uh, part of that uh, Build Back Better plan uh, government is pres- uh, trying to promote right now it includes installation of, of thousands of charging stations around the country, uh, apparently at, at taxpayer expense. Now, do you think that's going to be a, a vital key to, to making the electric car more popular or more successful? Well, it has to be. I, I think when you look at the logistics of uh, taking a trip and just, you know, where you got to stop to charge, and if more vehicles get out there, you're going to need more charging stations. And, yeah, so I think the build-out is there's, there's multifaceted things that have to happen, and uh, definitely you got to be able to charge the vehicles that you're out there driving around. And finally, as we touched on the Omicron variant and uh, the, uh, again, somewhat dismal news coming out about that, uh, do you think that 2022 will see another repeat of, of 2020 as uh, if the variant takes hold and, and the vaccines can't stop it? Uh, it's going to be an interesting year, Bob. It's going to be, a, an, again, the midterm elections. It's going to be a political year. It seems like a lot of this uh, rhetoric and fear, you know, came out of probably the media and, and, and you know, the political system and, and kind of the movement there. So it'll be interesting to see what the main issues are and what the media and you know, with social media and what the politicians decide to really kind of talk about. Again, for us, we're going to stay rooted in fundamentals. We're, we're going to continue to look at companies and uh, companies that create value, that create revenues, profits, uh, things that are out there that are positive that are going on in the world. Um, so, yeah, it should be an interesting year for sure. And uh, we'll, we'll just have to weed through all the, the noise and make sure that we're focusing on the things that are important, and that's what we'll try to do every here, you know, each week here as you and I talk. And, of course, remember the AKW Group is affiliated with the Robert W. Baird Company to provide them private wealth management throughout the world, including uh, things like financial planning, retirement planning, estate plan reviews. A lot of folks may be retiring in 2022, a good way to get together with the AKW Group and plan that retirement. So many efforts and so many things they offer for their clients are, are really many and varied, so you'd want to give them a call and uh, find out more about what they can do for you. The AKW Group in Akron, 234-466-7476. And in Pennsylvania, the Pittsburgh area, Washington, Pennsylvania, call 412-480-5090. Any other news for the AKW Group as you approach the uh, Christmas season? Bob, you know, it's been a great year um, for, for us, for our team, for our clients. Uh, you know, we're just very grateful uh, for, for really the whole year and been grateful for the time that you and I have spent. This has become a very positive uh, format uh, for our group. You know, we have a lot of clients now that are listening in. We've we found some new uh, clients that, uh, you know, found our way through listening to the show, and we're very grateful for you know, all the efforts that you put forward every week and the, uh, the professionalism and, and the, you know, the amount of information that we're able to share here in a short period of time. So uh, we're looking forward to another uh, prosperous year in, in 2022. 
And for this uh, week, we're kind of hoping Santa Claus will pull up his bag and, and give out some special gifts for the investors. Uh, what do you see happening? Well, let's hope this market you know goes up for a week or so. It'd be nice to finish this year with a very strong year. Um, got, got some uh, economic data coming out, and of course... Uh, you know, a holiday week. Um, you know, I think uh, people's attentions hopefully turn towards their family and 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 those types of issues uh, and the meaning of this time of year for a lot of people. So we'll uh, we'll take it one day at a time. And again, I want to wish you, Walt, and have my wife and I, Corrine, you and your family, a very very merry Christmas. And uh, we'll talk to you for that last Sunday of 2021 in a week from now. Again, Walt Sakira and the AKW Group in Akron. Call them at two three four. Four six six seven seven four seven six two three four four six six seven four seven six. Call them and talk to them. Maybe make twenty twenty two the year you get serious about your investments and your retirement planning. And join the uh, team there at the AKW Group in Akron. Two three four four six six seven four seven six in Pennsylvania. Four one two four eight zero five zero. Nine zero. Walt Secure, once again, thanks for being with us here on W1Hour Kid Akron. We'll talk to you next week, and again, have a very Merry Christmas. Thanks, Bob. You too. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Avvi Inc., symbol ABBV. Accenture, symbol ACN. Adobe Systems Inc., symbol ADBE. AGNC Investment Corporation, symbol AGNC. Bristol Myers Squibb Company, symbol BMY. Salesforce.com, symbol CRM. Darden Restaurants, Inc., symbol DRI. FedEx Corporation, symbol FDX. General Motors, symbol GM. Alphabet, Inc., symbol G-O-O-G-L. Heineken, symbol H-E-I-N-Y. Hershey's Corporation, symbol H-S-Y. Microsoft Corporation, symbol MSFT. Mondelez International, Inc., symbol MDLZ. Organon and Company, symbol OGN. Oracle Corporation, symbol ORCL. Pfizer Inc., symbol PFE. The Procter & Gamble Company, symbol PG. SAPAG, symbol SAP. JM Smucker Company, symbol SJM. Tencent Holdings, symbol TCEHY. Tesla Inc., symbol TSLA. Toyota Motor Corporation, symbol TM. Petco Health and Wellness Company, symbol W-O-O-F. Workday Inc., symbol W-D-A-Y. Yum Brand, symbol Y-U-M. And Zoetis Inc., symbol Z-T-S. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company makes a market in all the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast. In addition, Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated or its affiliates managed or co-managed a public offering of Petco Health and Wellness Company, Inc., symbol W-O-O-F, in the past 12 months. And also, in addition, Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and or its affiliates have received investment banking compensation from Petco Health and Wellness Company, Inc., symbol W-O-O-F, in the past 12 months.